All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 37. I am Howard Cosell. Welcome to uh, episode 37. That's a really bad Howard Cosell impression. If you know who Howard Cosell is, you'll probably think, fucking hell, that was terrible. But episode 37, how's it going everybody? How you doing? It's been a while, it's been a bit of a been a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, sponsored by Fast Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. How could I forget? Um, yeah, it's been been a couple of, uh, it's been about 10 days or so, just been busy, again, really busy, and, um, well, but I said, just busy with work, and just not, I don't think I've had that much to kind of talk about, so, not that I have that much to talk about anyway, I just feel like I've not really done anything worthy of doing a podcast, um, unless you think, you're probably asking yourself, when you're listening to certain bits of the podcast, you're thinking, "Is this worthy of you fucking talking about Liam?" But anyway, you you get the you get the idea. I didn't. I've missed you. I've missed you. Okay, I've missed. I've missed you. I've missed you. I really want to kiss you. Um. Uh. But yeah, been a, been a couple of weeks. Been about ten days or so, and just kind of chilling. Really, been working quite a lot, as per usual. I say when people say like, "Oh yeah, just been working, mate. It's been working loads." Like. Yeah, everybody works, mate. Like, people say, oh, wait, what have you been up to? Just working, working loads. It just gives off the impression that everybody works in a factory, but they actually don't. Um, People in a factory working. I have worked in factories and stuff, but I don't know what I'm getting at. Just shut the fuck up, Liam. Anyway, um, proper winter vibes recently, hasn't it? It's been really... Well, recently, the last couple of days, like last night, this has been recorded on Wednesday night, I've just been out for dinner. Get me, just been out for dinner with friends, very cosmopolitan in the city of Ely, just very nice. Um, lovely, lovely evening at the at the Turkish restaurant. I had the mixed kebab, of course, meat, and I was starving beforehand, and I didn't think I would, because usually if I have something that big, I'd be able to, I wouldn't be able to finish it off, that's what she said, and they was. I would I'd take it home the next day. That's what she said. Um, but I finished it all. I was fucking starving. And probably would have had room for dessert, but I'm not really a big dessert person anyway. I'd say... I've, yeah, desserts are just hit and miss. Unless it's like sticky toffee pudding or creme brulee. Bougie. I'm not interested, really. I didn't go... I just got stuck in with the main. I didn't go for a starter. I just got fucking stuck in, didn't I, mate? And... Um, you know, got a better bit, but no, great meal, really good, really good restaurant, I'd recommend it, no free ads, but yeah, uh, have, have some of that, so I don't even, don't even know the name of the Turkish restaurant, it's just, that's how fucking good I am, it's just the Turkish restaurant in Ely, because it's the only one in Ely, so, mainly people, because I've met up with friends, and they live in Ely, so they knew exactly where it was, but my other friend, she lives in Downham Market, and that's a bit further, well, it's not further afield, it's about 20 minutes the other way, outside of Ely, and I wasn't, I didn't know she'd known it or anything like that, but you just say, oh yeah, the Turkish, so just you just assume that everybody knows it, but anyway, a pleasant evening, I've been going out for dinner quite a lot recently, I went for dinner, well, I say dinner, it was lunch the other night, the other day, the other afternoon, Sunday afternoon, 
at Zizi in South Bank. I've been to a Zizi. Zizi is a class above Pizza Express for me. It's just a nicer. Having said that, we did want to go to a Pizza Express beforehand, but it was like a 45 minute wait for food. And we said, no, thank you. My name's not Bob, mate. I'm, I'm not waiting that long. So we went to Zizi. It was on South Bank. So it was just only literally about 100 yards up the road. Up the road, up the walkway, whatever you want to fucking call it. Went to Zizi. And it was fucking nice. We just picked out. It was just really nice. And we were by one of them booths. Because obviously you can just... South Bank's a really, good, really nice place to sort of just people watch and watch the world go by. It's really, really quite nice. Um, but we absolutely picked out. And it was just nice. And that was a really funny way they did it in there. It was like the... Because like, now it's... Well, definitely because of COVID. But Nando's have always done this. But they sit you down... Nando's and they say right just pick what you want and then obviously just come to the till and order it so the waiter really is kind of redundant other than they bring your food out and stuff so they don't really necessarily like obviously you tip them but they don't obviously if they're, they're not a proper waiter sort of thing they're just basically servers and they did this in Zizzy I remember Zizzy they've never really done they've never done that in Zizzy before I've only been to Zizzy a few times but they've always been like actual waiters and waitresses and they, uh, the woman just said, yeah, order on the app, and yeah, you, you're away. So it was like kind of a posh Italian Weber spoons, really. So, But great. It was really nice. It was just nice to kind of sit in restaurants again. It's just nice to sort of be, it's nice to be around people. Um, not like, not one of those people, I say this to my dad, like when people are like saying, oh my God, it's so amazing that we're back at, you know, like live music events. It's amazing to be at those. Oh, it was like, it's like a spiritual, oh my God, it was just absolutely fantastic. Oh my God, I just, my body, let my, my soul left my body. And it was an out-of-body experience when I watched the first live gig in a long time. It's not like that. You know, I mean, I went to a festival, went to All Points East. Yeah, I had a great time. I saw Foles and I saw um, Thingy Jig and I just had a great time. But it was just like, yeah, cool, I'm at a live music event. Like, it's great, this is good, this is great again. It's not like an over-exaggeration. Everything is not a West End drama. With every, everyone, everyone wants it to be a bit more like pizzazz, a bit more extra. So, oh my God! It's just these fucking narcissists. Um, says you, Liam, with a podcast, but hey-ho, I'm different. I'm, di- I'm different. Um, those people, but yeah, no, fucking eating out. World's open again. It's great. It's good. For now. For now. Yeah, say that in all seriousness. We don't know what's going to go on. Um, if we run out of petrol, we might fucking kill kill each other because sounds like everyone's fucking... I heard someone pulled a knife out of someone at a, a, uh, a petrol station, which is no laughing matter, but it's just so ridiculous. That's just how... I saw a meme the other day or someone tweeted saying, like, if the government said we were running out of sand... Every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry would go down to the beach with a fucking bucket and a big black bag trying to fucking fill up the cunt. But, like, yeah, it's just kind of, you would have thought we would have learnt from the pandemic about this whole panic buying thing. Like, it's kind of redundant telling people to not panic buy because they're going to panic buy. And people say not to panic when, you know, bringing the military in. It's like, to deliver, it's like, well, it's not really. When people say, oh, yeah, we're going to bring the military in. But they'd said that before the the whole pattern. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, stop fucking loading up your car 
with a load of petrol you don't need because I've heard because I was out with people tonight and they were telling people they were telling about people they know who are just kind of filling up even if they have got a quarter tank in like filling up filling up like every single time so it's kind of pointless but I'd imagine in, I'd imagine it's worse in the morning because uh, I don't have a car so I don't, I don't know I don't know the struggles right now but I've obviously seen it as I've, I've been in other people's cars and stuff and when I walk past petrol stations of the weekend in London but I can imagine, like in the morning, it's, it's most fraught because, especially if people are late or if they've like they're they're choosing at this point to kind of fill up because they're they're going to be late for work. They or they've just kind of forgotten as people do. They just we're not we're not perfect, so you just like people just going mad. Like my mate Jack was saying, there was loads of people arguing and stuff. There was like a point where someone didn't. They didn't kind of follow the line round, and then someone got out of their car and was like, "You fucking prick! You fucking hold me up! You gun! You fucking petrol!" So, but anyway, petrol, calm down. Doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters, as Freddie Mercury say. Nothing really matters. So just calm the fuck down. It's all gonna work out anyway. So it's fine. Anyway, what else was I gonna fucking say? Yeah, we're gonna have dinner quite a lot recently. I say dinner, but like, yeah. I've, oh yeah, I was in London the weekend. I say I've been busy, like I've been busy work-wise, and just that has been taking up a lot of my just attention and energy. So I've not really been able to do much, like in the way of podcasts and stuff, and just like not been. Able, I've not really been going out recently, but I went out to London at the weekend, which was which was really great. Went out on <laughs> moved a sofa, which um, wasn't really successful in the end, but I got in the house. But hey ho, and then we went to. On Saturday night, went to Tooting Broadway, which I went to about a month and a half ago, which is a great spot, like really, really good. Like, and that was really good because the, I'd had a few drinks at this point. And I probably was what I just described about people going, "Oh my god, it was fantastic to see people out drinking!" Like, just it was really nice. This it was just a great atmosphere because if you've ever been to Tooting Broadway, it's like a real uh, just loads of different bars and restaurants and street food vendors and you know, play just love like places just like bars and stuff like that it's a it's a good place for a night out to kind of bar hop and stuff but we went to this new orleans place new orleans like style bar and for someone who had been to new orleans um it wasn't really fucking like new orleans not a kid but it was it was good it was good value for it because we went there and then we bumped into this guy we knew from uni and his mates were there his mates were coming there anyway so we just kind of had a bit of an impromptu piss up impromptu piss up with the lads and it was a good night it was just what i will say though i want to stay clear of shots for the rest of my life actually i don't really want to go if obviously there will be points in my life where i'll have shots like at weddings at special events i will not i will not go near shots in like regular night night nights out night outs if you buy me a shot i won't have it i'll give it to the next person I'm not taking it because it just tastes like... I don't think it's as... Obviously, boozing as you get older. I'm only, like I said this, I'm only 28, so it's not like I'm fucking like, oh my God, like my fucking... It's not like when my dad explains to me when he gets drunk and he has like hangovers for fucking weeks. But, like obviously, as you get older, it gets a bit like just drinking and boozing just does get a bit harder. But it was the shots that did it because I was vomiting the next morning or the same night. I was just absolutely... I was in bits and there's just I felt embarrassed because just vomiting in general 
and I was just like, fuck that. But it does, it happens to the best of us, it happens to everyone. Um, but yeah, regular nights out, I ain't taking shots, I'm not having them. I prefer Sambuca to tequila. I'm one of them because it's just nicer. Because tequila is just fucking ran- just rancid. My mate does have the rock um, tequila, which does look nice, but I cannot. He sips it. And I remember this one girl I knew, um, she loved tequila. She kind of sipped it like, I think it's a, it's a it's a big American thing, just kind of sipping tequila. And like tequila culture is like a bit more refined in America. Unlike here, I'm sure obviously it serves the same purpose. You're going to get fucking twatted in America if you drink a if you drink plenty of freaking tequila but um fucking it's a bit more just like everyone just slams it don't they so it's not kind of drank to be enjoyed over in this country it's just drank to be sort of slammed and to get fucking smeshed what was i talking about fuck shots i ain't taking shots on nights out this is this is the warning i'm actually doing people a favor as well because they're expensive they're fucking. They're, they're so expensive shots. Maybe like a whiskey shot with a beer. Maybe that's as far as I'll go. But sambuca, tequila, fuck off, get out of here. I ain't fucking taking it, mate. We'll fucking take it, but yeah, Saturday night was great. Really, really good fun. This guy with the, this bloke, this bloke with the guitar turned up. He he got the crowd going. At first, he was a bit kind of just wishy washy. He was playing some sort of mellow tunes but he did say he didn't have um he wasn't he wasn't playing he wasn't getting rowdy and ruckus um because everyone was still eating there was like a bar that did food and by the time they'd finished doing the food he was he was able to fucking get his rocks off but he was great he was fantastic i think i did i think i saw him a couple of months ago on the south bank because i was walking with my mate on the south bank a few months ago, and there was just there's this busker, and he was he, I don't know what song it was, but it was like a song where they stop and he goes because I'm Australian. Because he did this, he added this thing because I'm Australian. Australian like to get fucked, and he did this. This guy did the same thing on Saturday night. So I think I've seen this busker two different times, and two different like like what are the chances seeing one but see you see when you see a busker or he's not a busker he's obviously a guy you know he was paid to do the thing and thing but he was busking on he was busking on the south bank i know it's just it's just weird it's just a weird kind of coincidence isn't it just seeing the same he's not like a fucking well-known act is he it's not like i'm going to see springsteen you know performing on the south bank and in two in broadway so might be though could be one day who knows? And I've seen him twice already. <laughs> um, but that was great. Really good value for it on Friday. Friday, Saturday, sorry. And then just the day after, I was just... I'm convinced, yeah, it was, it was definitely the shots. But, like, obviously, the, the and the beer there was great. This pale ale went down so fucking smooth. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like, some pale ales are a bit, a bit too citrusy, a bit too much. But this one was just perfect. It was lovely. It was so nice. Um, because I didn't want to. I didn't. I wanted to stay clear of the lager because it, I didn't. Again, too much kind of lager on the night out can get you a bit gassy. Says me drinking the pale ale and stuff like that. But hey ho. Um, and they did these mango um daiquiris, which were great, fantastic. But um, I'm gonna reel off some more fucking booze I had. But the day after, I just felt like so. And even the 
on the Monday, I just felt really lethargic and really like, oh, God's sake. Like, and thank God I had the, um, I put the day off from work on Monday. And in a way, that sort of messed me up for the week because I'm in, because it's, it's Wednesday today. I was at dinner. I was like, what day is it tomorrow? It's Thursday when this will come, when this is coming out. But I'm on Tuesday mode because I had Monday off. I was just, yeah, I'm a bit of a, bit out of whack, mate. But hey yo, we move. We indeed move. What else happened at the weekend? Anthony Joshua lost at the weekend. Bit of a shame. I'm not a big AJ hater. Like a lot of people seem to have turned on him quite recently. I think because I can, I can kind of see why. It's just sort of obviously if you if someone's built up for like a lot. Same thing in this country. People like to build you up so they can knock you down, don't they? So I think that's um, the sort of classic thing in this country. Someone of success, um, and he's sort of. People sort of lord him. I I like that he. In a way, I do like he's lost because I like to see people in sport and also in life. But probably it's amplified more in sport because they're just you know mega stars. I'd like I'd love to see him uh, sort of come back from this and you know be great again. But I sadly I said because if I did I've not seen the fight, but I've heard from every single Tom Dick and Harry pretty much, and I've I actually have seen some highlights. He just didn't seem to throw his fucking weight around and didn't use his size to his to his an to his an, to an to an advantage. Jesus, you ever talk to him? And Uzik's just a dominant. He's a better boxer than AJ. He's never going to outbox um, Usyk. So it's um, he's sort of playing with fire there. And to quote Gareth A. Davis, I'd stay away from the rematch. I think he's of course he's going to take the rematch because I think that's just built in everyone's claws now in boxing. But um, I think it's going to be the case of like if you can't beat him the first time, you're not going to get me the second because I think he's he, he's fit. Because I remember the first fight against this is going back to a previous fight with Usyk. He Usyk and Chisora, that was Usyk's first fight at heavyweight, and he sort of let Chisora sort of lever him a bit because he wanted to feel the punches to feel like the heavyweight sort of. And I think because he's that clever of a boxer, he's that shrewd, he's that he's that intelligent as a fighter. I think after a while, he seemed, but by the sounds of things and what people have told me, he's he sort of figured AJ out and he's kind of um, he's adapted quickly, like really well. So I think the rematch, wherever wherever that be, that would be great if that's in like Kiev. That would be sick. Um, that's like a bigger weight. Like that that would be well, it should be, shouldn't it? If it's in because they've got fucking massive stadium, uh, stadia. Sorry. So I think. Um, the rematch, you'd hope that AJ, from a sort of British boxing fan's perspective, you'd you'd want him to sort of do what he couldn't do in the first fight and sort of change his change his ways. But at the same time, you fear that you know Usyk can. But it's boxing, isn't it? It's heavyweight boxing, especially one punch like can from any old fucking big big bastard can can end the night. Look at Andy Andy Ruiz for Christ's sake. So look what he did with AJ. So. I think um, this because the Andy Reese fight, you kind of that was a big, sh- that was a massive shock because you just didn't expect it. Because and he was late in, wasn't he, Andy Reese? And you just think, look at this fucking butterbean looking fat bastard. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna do anything. But he, he knocked. Was it TKO? Was it TKO or KO? I think it was TKO. Um, but he, he won it obviously. But I think that it was inevitable that he was going to win the second fight because I think AJ was like it's more of a pride thing because like a guy like. AJ losing to Andy Ruiz, no disrespect to Andy Ruiz, he'd still 
kick fucking seven lumps of shite out of me. But it's like it's yeah, it's just like he's like an Adonis, isn't he? And then Andy Ruiz is like kind of just a fatter version of me, pretty much, and and Mexican. Um, but also look at Tyson Fury; he's not like a complete, but he's like the he is the best boxer in the world. I think that fight with Fury and Wilder that is that's going to be yeah full conclusion i can i can't see wilder beating fury so it's just like it's just the class that that is what i'm talking about the classic case of like if you can't beat him the first time you're not going to beat him the second because fury is just a far superior boxer he showed that in the second fight and i don't know how many times deontay wilder is going to get his head caved in by tyson fury before he realizes that he lost he's going to get a fucking beat and the third fight i'm not really excited for the third fight because everyone obviously wanted AJ and Fury, but I don't. It's that looks like you know far as far away as as it ever does now. So I don't think you're going to see that for a long time. What I would love to see for Anthony Joshua next, I would love to see him fight Dillian White. I'd love to see a White Joshua rematch because that first fight was fantastic, and that was the first bit of trouble you ever saw. Um, Joshua get into and I think it would be just a great because they it's real animosity I think they respect each other a little bit more now because they've kind of kept away from each other and like different trajectories like, and just Dillian White I'd love to see him have a the because obviously yeah he's fought Povetkin and stuff and he's he's fought Joseph Parker but I'd love to see him like AJ is like you're winning the lottery then aren't you nowadays because he's a stadium fighter and he's just that he is Anthony Joshua. So I think it would be great for White to have the big... And obviously if there's a title involved, because I'd like to see him fight for, a, for fight for the belt, because I do... He's probably my favourite heavyweight boxer out of the lot, um, Dylan White, because he's just... I, I like his personality the best. He's just a great fighter. And, he's, and he's, he's just a game lad. He's a good fighter. So I would love to see him get his title shot, first of all, and I would love to see him get the rematch with... AJ because I think that'd just be a great and it's one on one because he beat him in the White beat him in the amateurs, Joshua beat him in the uh, in the professionals. So I think that'll be a great rematch and I think they should do that. Like because stadium fights, I've never been to a stadium fight. I've been to a stadium gig. I went to Wembley to see a gig, and it's a bit too. I remember thinking like this is a bit too big for like a for for a gig. A bit too big for a gig, man. And I'm not sure. I think. Tottenham Hotspur probably if you're going to have it any stadium it's probably that because that's I think that was designed to have like a fantastic like enclosed atmosphere like Wembley is just fucking massive like it's just you've got like a hundred thousand people in there for the fight and it's like I don't know what it would be like to sit in the stands for that fight for for an AJ fight there so I reckon the, the rematch why don't they just do a rematch in the O2 because those atmospheres for the AJ fights and like this atmosphere just the O2 is as good as place as any to have a fight in the UK for for big um, for big boxing well big fights. So just look at you know down the years like the, the rap sheets had, but I think um, that'd be a better atmosphere. Obviously they're going to do Wembley or any stadium because it's going to generate more money. But yeah, and on a side note with the whole white thing, I think if you're because he's under matchroom boxing the blanket, isn't he? And he's Eddie Hearn's boy. You're not going to get a sniff in, are you? If you're Dillian White, I know he's doing the right thing by probably being in uh, under Matchroom, but because he's going to earn a lot of money fighting on, on Matchroom boxing um, uh, fight cards, but he's not like he's never going to get anywhere. He's he's he's, he's going to play second fiddle to AJ, isn't he? Because of he's, he's Eddie Hearn's sort of golden child, isn't he? 
But um, other than that, that's my sort of boxing analysis from someone who didn't really watch the boxing on Saturday. I've fallen out of love with boxing completely uh, the last few years because it's just the bullshit that fucking involved with it. It's ridiculous. The only boxer I really watch now is Canelo. And even still, he's got like a kind of cloud of sort of drug cheat over him. But I think he's... Obviously, my generation of like the tail end of or most of it with um, Mayweather and Pacquiao. Pacquiao retired today, actually. Um, thank God he retired because he was starting to fucking ruin his legacy. Um, so I, that's what my first thought was when I saw him, he retired. I thought, thank fuck you've packed it in, son. Jesus Christ. Um, and then, yeah, obviously seeing Floyd Floyd Mayweather throughout his career, fantastic and like. Of my favourite fighters like Ricky Hatton and Carl Frampton, I love those guys. Um, but Canelo, I think he's just a. It, it feel kind of so lucky to be able to still watch fighters like that because I think he is like he's a, he's the biggest star in boxing. He's huge. He's massive. So it's um yeah, it's just kind of lucky. I'd love to see one of his fights. I'd I'd love to see him fighting like Mexico. Like the, that's the ultimate. It like if he fought in like Mexico Mexico City. In like the Azteca Stadium, that would be fucking unreal. Like, because he fought in da- he's fought in Dallas a couple of times, and obviously it's got a big Mexican population, and they can just um, travel up anyway, so it's not that far from the border. But yeah, it'd be great to see Canelo fight in like a big stadium fight. I don't know why, because it just I think it just it just looks like the atmosphere is just a lot more like a, more of a carnival atmosphere and a lot more of a better atmosphere, and you're just like seeing a generational kind of just complete superstar so his next fight is against Caleb Plants and they've had a bit of fisticuff handcuff handcuffs I'm watching this Larry Free thing so he's the jail thing so that's why I saw handcuffs but um what is it handbags that's the one isn't it Jesus Christ handbags with Caleb Plant because he thought when someone says motherfucker they think you're insulting your mother (laughs) which is quite funny um, but yeah, anyway, enough about the boxing. Um, I won't talk about Palace because that felt like a punch in the guts when that happened. Um, also, what else? Oh, yeah, I went punting the other week in Cambridge. And there's a discussion I've been having with my mate the last um, few weeks about university. Because we went to the same university. I went to Staffs Uni. Um, and don't get me wrong, I loved my experience at Staffs Uni. I loved it. Like, it was just... I've met some of my lifelong friends. You know, obviously, you know, if, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard people I went to uni- university with, like Connor, who's been on the podcast, Mark, Steve, and the top fives as well. You know, I've met some of my greatest friends from university, and I had some of the greatest times, and I've, it's kind of led me to go to other experiences in life. But, oh yeah, and Jack was on the podcast. Um, shout out to Jack. But, um, I wish I did go somewhere like a lot more, I don't know, traditional because like obviously we went to Cambridge the other week and we were on the punts and stuff and they were like explaining that obviously, and it's just like Cambridge University, if you've been around the buildings, if you've been on the the punt tours, the the university buildings are absolutely lovely. They're so nice. If you've been on the tours, they're just, they're gorgeous sort of thing. But like I've got friends who went to Durham, they went to University of Manchester, uh, like, uh, Sheffield, places like that. I obviously staffs is in start. I wish I. What I'm trying to say is, I wish I lived in a nicer place, really. But at the same time, I I'm glad I lived there because I don't know. I just I I, I like I I appreciate the experience that I had. 
But I've got I've got a mate who went to Durham, and I've seen like pictures and videos of like their campuses and stuff, and like where they well like all their sort of their bars they went to and the social areas, and it looks fucking great. It just looks like a brilliant place to be as a student, like Durham, like the uni or basically the uni of places I would love to have gone to, or if I'd have really thought about it and really applied myself, I'd love to have gone to like an American university for a term. That would probably have caused me to, I, I probably would have had to have gone to a different university to have done that because I don't know. Cause I, I love America and I love, um, well, I, I love the States. If you, if you know me, I love it, but I think I would love to have like experienced, um, American sort of college culture for at least one year in like a sort of sandwich. I've got one friend who went, he did a term in uh, Montreal um, when he went to Leeds University. Shout out Theo. But um, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, he definitely did, yeah. But um, yeah, I just, yeah, I wish I kind of, even though if you cut me, I bleed Stash Uni Red. I love the, I, you know, I'm proud that I went there sort of thing. And, but I, when I look back, I only went to university because my mates were going. I didn't really want to go because, I wanted to, you know, pursue whatever. I want. Like, I'm glad I went because obviously I did radio production. I've not sort of followed up until the, this last year, really, with like the podcasts and all that stuff. But um, I still, I'm still glad I went there. I only really went to university because I thought I was missing out, and I wanted to leave home so desperately as a young man. That was the only sort of avenue I could see me getting far away from home, really. Which I know in hindsight, obviously hindsight's a perfect, like, great thing. But I probably I, I could have got definitely could have gone traveling. I definitely could have done this. I could have done that. Worked worked abroad, all that stuff. But at that time, I only really saw university as the sort because I, all my friends around me were going to university a year before I was, and that I saw that they were having a great time on Facebook and stuff, and talking to them, like calling them and that. And we, me and my friends went to visit a couple of our friends at university. We did like a bit of a uni tour. We went to like Lincoln and Norwich and stuff. And like uni nights out before we even went there. So I thought like this is the, the sort of life I, this is the life for me. Sort of just kind of going to university, sort of forgetting about the real world for a bit. So I think, um, well that was, I only went to university because I, I thought I was missing out because my mates were going. So I call people a sheep. I was a fucking, I was king sheep, wasn't I? But I, yeah, as much as I loved staffs, I do wish I lived in a nicer place because, I don't know, just, I, yeah, it's, it's like, like, no offence to Stoke, it's a shithole, it's, it's, it is a fucking, it's a dive, it's a dump, like, um, that's not even a Stoke accent, it's a dump meat, it's an absolute shithole, um, I best be careful what I say about Stoke because a load of Stoke fans want some, uh, I, well, I, I say I wouldn't, I didn't goad them, I just kind of did a, because when Bojan, because also Stoke fans, Stoke City fans, the most nauseating fan base, low key one of the most ridiculous fan bases in the country. They think they're fucking bigger than they are. Obviously, living there for three years, I've got a bit of an insight to them, and I worked for Port Vale, so up the Vale, fuck Stoke, Stoke City. Um, but like when they beat like because they always beat the big clubs, and like Hanley on a Saturday night, it's like they'd won the fucking FA Cup for Christ's sake. Imagine if they ever won anything. Jesus wept. Um, and this comes from a Palace fan. <laughs> but we're, we're not obnoxious. We're not obnoxious as a fan group. Um, what was I talking about? Fuck me, what was I talking about? Oh, university. Anyway. Um, well, 
Yeah, I wish I would have lived in a nicer place. Yeah, Stoke. Yeah, sorry. Stoke's a bit of a shithole. Sorry if, you've, if you're from there, if you live there. It's shite. All right? Before the pandemic, people used to wear masks there. So, you know, if you ever drive through there, lock your windows and don't just drive through it. Um, <laughs> public service announcement. But anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, latest rambling from myself. Um, that about calls it for this week. Ending on that bombshell. Winter vibes, winter's coming. It's uh, it's getting cut. The nights are drawing in. It's getting a bit colder, and I quite like that. It's kind of hit us quite early. To be fair, because this it's it kind of weird patches of it in and out, like nice weather during the day, and then quite cut. It was quite nippy this evening. I had to wear I had to wear layers. I had to wear trousers for the first time. I've been wearing nothing but shorts for the last five months. So it's um I need to buy jeans as well. I spoke about this in the podcast, like the whole traumatic experience of like me buying jeans is just a fucking faff. But um, yeah, winter is coming. Autumn clothes are coming. Winter clothes are coming. Pumpkin spice lattes are coming, and uh, also bonfire night. I spoke about bonfire night, with my friends today. I'm buzzing for bonfire night now because we're making plans for bonfire. Bring on bonfire night and bring on the fucking Christmas light switch on. Yeah, I said it. Great night out. Bring on the dodgems. Right then, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. And um, take care. We'll see you next week. Bye. Once again, I want to shout out our sponsors, Fasta Pasta. Make sure you guys check them out on social media. And also, if you haven't already, make sure you follow Voice Notes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Voice Notes Podcast. And also, don't forget to subscribe to Voice Notes Podcast on Spotify and help us grow the podcast. Any other information or inquiries, Make sure you email me, voicenotespod at yahoo.com. That's voicenotespod at yahoo.com. Thanks once again for listening, guys. Keep smiling and have a great week.